0: on this week's episode our guest is 24 years old from donaldsonville louisiana it's near baton rouge where she attended southern where she attended southern university a&m for speech therapy but decided to take a break to become a flight attendant which is where we met she loves to read, do things that are motivating and inspiring to her, and also stay creative through different ways that is best for her. She has a jewelry company that's called All Things Intentional, where she loves to create jewelry that draws people in to help them feel good and build their confidence. So let's give a warm welcome to Tiana Deshay. Let's give her a warm whoop, whoop, hi thank you for having me thank you for coming i am appreciative we flew together what was that like a few months ago it was before COVID, when we flew together yeah it's like always a with who you fly with that's one thing and you see them and you're like wait i haven't flown with you in forever yeah because <laughs> we flew i was working the trip what was that monday yeah that- i think yeah Came or something. yeah yeah, it was from Baton Rouge, and that's when we reconnected, because we talked about the podcast when I was actually starting it. And now that it was, like, into fruition, I said I would bring you on. So here we are. So how has the situation, like, the COVID, how does this- has the situation been going on for you as far as flying? Like, we've been flying since all of this started, but how have you been taking it on personally? Um, and- I've been... I've been doing fine. There's been ups and downs, of course, because it's just so drastic. It's such a big change for not just myself, but everyone. So I've just been staying afloat. And you know, even with working, I did find that my you know, anxiety increased. I did find that to be true. But I just worked through those things, just breathing and just taking a little bit more time with myself each morning to just keep those levels low. But otherwise, I've been just fine. Um, health is great. Haven't been sick, just taking care of myself. So, even just family and friends, you know, people that I know, with all that's going on, it's been just good. Okay. So when you say in the morning, like you have that that mind check, what is it? What's your routine? Your morning routine that you do. starting well, I normally get up and I take a shower because something about the water is very soothing. So I'll take a shower. And then I'm um, a very hot shower, last couple of minutes of the shower, I'll just turn the water on cold to really just get that nice exhilarating feeling, just going through my body. And then whether I have a cup of tea or maybe some breakfast, maybe a morning I don't have breakfast, just tea, just whatever my body's feeling for. And then I'd probably go um, dive into some type of devotion or some type of reading just to get my mind stimulated, or maybe just sitting in silence, going outside or doing yoga. So I like to do all of those things in the morning just to really get me powered up. And um, sometimes I do not, I don't do them, but then I find that my days will go a little bit smoother when I take that time out. So I try to do that. So are you doing all of this on our overnights? Like when we have like 5.45 shows, are you still doing that? You are so funny. First of all, I'd be having to pick and choose because Mm -hmm. it's fine. I almost never really, the early shows, I'll probably wake up maybe like 10 minutes a little earlier than I want to to just probably go back to sleep, actually. I'll be so (laughs) tired. Like, I'll stretch. I don't always have my moments of silence in the morning because I like to sleep to the T on those early. I need all of my sleep. But, you know, I really do, when I get off early enough, I'm going to be working out something, maybe stretching, maybe reading, just to get some type of me time okay so you always stay active like no matter what time of day like you do something active which is cool so that's can tie into like some of your creative activities that you do so what are some of the things that you do creatively to stay active and just like to keep the body moving for you um to stay active creatively i um well i I do yoga yoga is really good it's calming it's very powerful you just get really strong from yoga it really sculpts you and it's it's just fun. So I do yoga and I just started doing pole dancing because I wanted to do it. A couple of years back, I wanted to do pole dancing, but the studio I was attending at the time only had aerial silks. So I did that a little bit. And when I became a flight attendant, I stopped. So and I always do pole. Um, well, it's acrobat. Okay. You know, when they're like hanging from the different sheets and stuff, ahead ahead. Um, Just like at the circus, an aerialist is someone who is basically moving intricately intricately on a fabric. So yeah, it's kind of the same thing as pole. It's just a different apparatus. A pole, it's a pole. The other one is a silk. So they're very both challenging. So this time, since silks are a little bit more technical to install, I decided to just get a pole. Easy peasy. So I've been doing that as well to just stay stimulated. And that is really working my body, I mean, I see a change in everything, just my posture is correct, and I really enjoy that, because the traditional gyms can be a little bit boring to me, so I had to find something that makes me feel good and fun while working out. Okay, so we'll have to do a takeover. When you do your takeover, we'll have to get a few lessons. (laughs) Okay. Just to see, like, how you move and... I don't know areas. if I'm going to give lessons. Maybe I can just post a little video of a, do a basic combo or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Showing off my little skills. <laughs> something to show us, like, what it is that you do. Because it's something that I'm interested in. Like, I took a pole dancing class, I think, my 21st birthday. I'm not sure, like, when, but it's, like, I have fun. Like not even oh, you know, like stripper dance exotic thing, but just like it was the movement was I was a little nervous, of course, but it's just having that all about like, two style of dance. A different movement exercising too. Yeah, it doesn't matter about the stigma that's placed around it. Like nobody is it's the movement, and I think the stigma that's placed around it makes it bad, and people don't want to do it, but it's really fun, and I recommend anyone to do it. I mean, seriously, it's very freeing. Something about the movement, when, you, when you're when you in there and you're flying and you're holding yourself up, that's very powerful to be strong in that way. So, yes, mm-hmm. I recommend it. I say get a home pole as soon as you can and start learning, because mm-hmm. your world is about to change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went to Southern University. You said you went there for what two years? What yeah. Made you decide to take a break and become a flight attendant. Well, and how was I, your experience at Southern University, like being in an HBCU, how, what was your experience like there too? Well, my experience, honestly, I really was the type of person that went to class and went home, just because I did go to community college before, so it was like I really. I don't know I I just enjoy it. I didn't have that super college life but you know I have my people that I knew my people that I kicked it with but I was I would say I had my little introverted moments in college at school like I had my friends who probably didn't go to southern but at school it was you know pretty quiet but um yeah so that's how I ended up just I just went there because it was home <laughs> I didn't think I was ready to leave at the time but my experience there was fine I find that I really was interested in all of the art classes. I took African-American art and not even realizing that I would, you know, like it that much. I even got one of the art symbols tattooed on me. But look, that's another. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I just wanted to become a flight attendant, not even necessarily a flight attendant. I just wanted to change from something different. And then I had a friend of mine who was a flight attendant and she's like, you know, I'm a flight attendant and I think you would be great at it. So I just started, you know, the process of becoming one and I sent well wishes out into the universe for myself. And <laughs> it just happened, you know, very quickly. And I had to make that decision if I wanted to, it was weird because I was like training was April 25th and the semester ended on May, the beginning of May. And I had to actually make that choice to um, finish some, you know, do my finals because no one was allowing me to take them early like I wanted to. So I just made the decision to, um, you know, leave. And my grades still ended up just fine, you know. But I definitely look back at that point in my life as a a different time, you know. It feels like a whole nother life now, and I mean that in the best way possible. So, um, yeah. <laughs> time is it like from college to flight attendant, or what? What do you mean when you? Would you say? yeah that? because I mean the age difference too like I'm slowly getting older like I'm 20 I was 22 I had a birthday at the flight attendant training you know I turned 22 there and then you know just blossoming I'm not the same person that I was two okay. years ago I can say that gladly mm-hmm. so do you see yourself going back to finish school like would you continue as a speech therapist like studying as a speech therapist or switch degrees or get a I see I see myself being put in a position to help others, regardless of what I'm doing. That's the first thing I see. But as far as speech therapy, I think it's such a great major. And I think that it would be something that's really great for me. But in order for me to go back, I need to know that that's where I need to be. I need to feel that that's where I need to be. And right now, I'm not really pushed to go. But, you know, let's say I just, I'll pray over things, you know, <laughs> And I feel that when it's time to go back, it's time to go back, because I think that there's so much more in store for me, not just one thing, but multiple things, you know? Okay. So with your jewelry line, all things intentional, what made you want to start that line? And how did you get started? Like, what was it that said jewelry versus anything else, like as a side hustle that you could have did? Well, I've always really took a liking to jewelry since I was younger, whether I kept up with it or not. You know, I just always like to, um, my mom encouraged me a lot to just wear what I wanted to wear. And she always encouraged me to, went by buying me different things to try out. I was a very little, I was a quiet kid. So most of the things she'd buy me, she'd be like, here you go. It, It was just so different. And it allowed me to really just step out of my comfort zone. So I think in jewelry, you can step out of your comfort zone just by wearing something so simple, you know, something that you never wore before. So that's why I said jewelry. I'm like, you know, I'm positive and I like to be happy. Why not, you know, make it a thing with jewelry. So that's basically what I did. Just turn something that I enjoy doing into something else that I enjoy doing. Okay. That's always the best way to go. Like do something that you're passionate about that you see yourself doing maybe not forever, but for the time being, like you have an interest in it. So that's pretty cool. So you mentioned like you want your customers to have that confidence, like when, as they, they wear the jewelry or just throughout life. Can you talk about um, your journey as far as building your confidence? Like what was your story like growing up from high school to whatever age to get to the stage that you are now? Um, I would say as far as confidence, I say spend a lot, I say spend time with yourself because when you spend time with yourself, you know, you just figure out so much, you get to really see what you like and what you don't like. It's just about that, that thinking and that feeling. And I think on a daily basis, we're all so um, covered up with a lot of things that we don't even understand who we really are. Like with COVID, everybody had to stay inside. Now we can't go to the bar and get drunk when we, when we feel sad or, you know, when maybe our ex-boyfriend or something broke up with us. It's like, we have to really sit down and deal with our issues. And I grew up, um, I do have younger siblings, but I grew up just living with my mom. So I grew up as an only child and that was a lot of aloneness right there, alone time. So I always had that independent nature about me. So I say spend time with yourself and, um, you know, high school, I had friends, but I was always to myself, like I stuck to people that I knew. And um, eventually I switched schools and I became a little bit more open, met a group of friends. And we just really enjoyed ourselves. We were always happy. We were always confident at 18, you know, 17. I really remember those moments. So I just surrounded myself around really great people and we're still cool. And then I spent a lot of time with myself, especially at the beginning of my 20s. (laughs) I remember those nights in my room after school, after work. I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I remember even in college for me, like I wasn't as social as I wish I could have been or I should have been. Like I would just go to class. I would eat lunch sometimes with people and then go to my room and be like, Just be with myself. So I can definitely relate to that. So for your spiritual journey, you I remember you mentioning that you were raised Baptist and sometimes you would go to um Catholic church. How has that that spiritual journey transitioned for you? Like from when you were younger to now? Well, in the South, I just we went to we grew up going to church. I mean, every Sunday. We going to church Sunday school to like, that's just the whole shebang. And then, like I said, some of my family members in the same household were Catholic. So then we would go there too. And I think that was great for me as a kid, but as I got older, I needed something to connect with. So that's when I dived into, I did go to church a lot. Um, in my teenage years, I went to church a lot. I got my first car, I think at maybe 16 or 17. So I always would go to church by myself or with friends, you know, every now and then, my mom every now and then if she wasn't at work. So I did go to church and I really did enjoy church. And um, it was Bethany, I would go to Bethany in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, or I would go to um, Healing Place. You know, not, you know, non-denominational, all of that. And I just took everything that I learned from all these different, you know, parts that I enjoy And now that's what I kind of use as my guide. I don't have to, um, you know, just label myself as Christian or whatever to just, I believe. (laughs) I do believe. (laughs) So now it's just, I continue to read to keep my mind open, taking all the good stuff in, you know? Yeah. So you mentioned that the same household had Baptist and Catholic. So was it your parents that had the two different religions? or I, um, I would stay by my grandmother's house. And in my grandmother's house, there was a lot of people that were in my grandmother's house like all my okay. aunts. <laughs> so every, you know, some of them went to Baptist church while some of them went to Catholic church. That's just all it was. Because the Catholic church was down the street from our house. Okay. So, so- I'm thinking my great-grandfather um, was Catholic before he passed away, and my grandmother was Baptist, something like that, to that nature. <laughs> Did you feel any tension, like, as far as, like, anybody trying to convert the other? Oh, no. It was never that, you know, because we were what we were. It was never like, oh, you go to Catholic church. Why are you coming? It was never any of that. We were very family-oriented. So, you know, we just were doing things that would – community it was very community like where i grew up i'll say that it was just very community like okay and which because i was raised christian so this is interesting to me with when you went to the two different like this the two different sides like which which religion did you connect to more spiritually or was there like more of a spiritual connection versus the other well, I was a kid doing all of these. I say that okay. I was a kid. So by trade, you know, I'm going to know Baptist church. It's just basically unlearning to relearn. You know, I'm conditioned to be um, a Christian. I'm conditioned to go to Baptist church. So I just had to break away and find things that work for me. You know, none of them, not one wasn't better than the other, but I will say that I was more Baptist than I was Catholic, if that makes sense, you know, cause I was in the choir and, I did the dancing, so, yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's just interesting to me, like, because, you know, in the Christian world, you're not to be unequally yoked. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like you said, before your, your granddad passed, you don't know if he was Catholic or not, but I'm just, it just makes me wonder, like, how it is, to be in that dynamic so that's why i even asked yeah i don't think it really affected my life as much as it could have because my family are really great people and they might be a little old-fashioned i will say that they're old-fashioned but for the most part they love and i don't i never felt any wrath from anyone or you know everybody just we're we're a really loving family to for the most part we really are so yeah (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good. So usually at the end of our episodes, we get a homework assignment from you. Okay. So whether it's anything that you want to give us homework for, like what homework assignment do you do with us? Okay. So your homework assignment is to spend 10 minutes outside in nature, whether you're just sitting down, whether you're walking, No electronics, um, just let the wind blow. It might be a little hot outside, but just go outside in nature and sit for 10 minutes and just feel that. Then I want you to write about your experience. How did it feel to not have your phone for those 10 minutes to just sit out there? What was racing through your head, you know? Mm -hmm. Nothing that has to be shared with the world, but just something to get your mind going and get in the habit of just kind of thinking for yourself, living a little bit more conscious. <laughs> okay. That's a good assignment. And we also do takeovers. So you agree that we can live a day in the life with Tiana. So yes. we'll be sure to do that sometime this week and it should be fun i'm excited especially for like the poll. i already know like the flight attendant but i think the flight attendant part will be i don't, I don't talk about me as a flight attendant that much i don't know why i think it's because i know i don't want to be a flight attendant forever but it's it's serving its purpose now in my life at this moment so it's like that's why i don't um magnify it that much because i do love it but that's not my main focus right <laughs> From. so where's the, the favorite place that you've been as far as traveling my favorite place that I've been oh I want to say I really like Puerto Rico I went there not working but um um for leisure and it was really fun I would love to go back with different people I did have fun with the people I went with but now I want to go back with just some of my closer friends it was just beautiful it was relaxing. And we rented a car, so we would drive four hours across the island, just driving across the island, stopping, going. Mm-hmm. It was really dope. Okay, that's something that I haven't done yet. It's a lot of international, which I'm sad about <laughs> since all of this started. So, when this is all over, I'll be sure to use those benefits to my advantage because I don't see myself being a flight attendant forever either. So I using the purpose of traveling as much as i can like i still want to travel even when i'm not on this job but that's one I thing I regret. so we can not, make uh, traveling as much i regret not just going for it a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah that's true so with your your rings and your necklaces what are the meaning the meanings behind okay well i have um I have two rings, of course. I have the one ring called the freedom ring. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me move this out way. Whew. One ring is called the freedom ring. And that one is just um a freedom affirm affirmation about freedom. And that one says free to be me. I just randomly thought of it. Um I thought it was a cute little saying, playful, mm-hmm. wild child material. <laughs> free to be me. Whatever, whatever you are and whoever, whatever you like to do. If that's you express it with freedom, express it with joy. So that's the freedom ring. And the other one um is the love affirmation ring. That one says, I am love on it. And I think that one just speaks for itself. You know, that's just for that person who just needs to re- be reminded of the love that they already are. You know, a lot of us, we all want love, but we can't get it unless we are aware of our own. So, that's that and I also do have some other products that I featured at a pop-up shop because I did a pop-up shop in Louisiana over the past weekend and it was more um it was crystal necklaces and bracelets so I um I kind of was testing that out because it's not on my website and I know that I'm going to eventually do that so I had a clear quartz um necklace and it's a crystal and um I like that one because it's kind of a stone. When you find yourself believing the limitations your mind puts in front of you, the clear quartz can kind of just clear your mind of that self-doubt. And you can just, um, only if you believe, basically. You just have to allow that um, energy from the crystal to just do its job. I don't like to force things on people. And I always say that um, whoever, likes it they're gonna you know they'll be there so yeah just just a little crystal magic just a little i do um believing the energy of crystals so when you say when you believe like believe in the benefits like the healing benefits or like the attributes of crystals yes okay okay what made you interested in crystals this is all back when I was in college, you know, in that moment those moments of solitude, spending all that time with myself. I'm just always trying to find different things to read upon. And then I ran across just that and meditation because I started meditating like a, a couple of years ago when I first got it, like twenty, um, nineteen. But I it didn't really stick with me. So now further down the line I understand way more. And um so I do that as well. So I just was learning, just reading doing research being open and that's when i find all these things and then testing it out and just if i don't believe in it then i'm not going to do it and i don't i'm not going to have nothing bad to say about it because that's not my business but if you know (laughs) so yeah okay so i'll be sure to put your website in the show notes thank you for others to look at and buy so we're going to get out of here thank you again tiana for coming on the show and being my guest. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I do have, well, when I do the takeover, they'll get to see my Instagram, because I'm like, I have like literally three Instagrams, but they all kind of generate a different crowd, which is good because, you know, you want to have all your different crowds. (laughs) You can mention them because, I mean, that's how we can still be connected to you. Like, I'll put those in the show notes too. So how else can we get connected with you? yes um she'll leave them in the show notes because i'm like oh it's so many of them but for my to shop and go to at all things intentional on instagram and then from there you'll see me all over the page with my other <laughs> instagrams okay cool beans. so at the end of every episode i like to speak life into my guests and my listeners so this week i pray that every day and every way that you're getting better and better that tiana that your jewelry company is goes however far you want it to go or even further like how whatever you envision for it that it mm-hmm. comes to pass that it is a worldwide brand that you want to be a part of people's lives and like to show that they can be better than who what they currently are just that that boost of confidence with those affirmations from your jury. I pray that we we all stay safe during the COVID times, like we take the safety precautions that we all need to throughout this whole process and stick it out until it's all over. Um, And that's all, we're just gonna stay positive, stay prayed up, stay healthy. Yes. all of those wonderful things thank you i really appreciate that especially the prayer i'm all for great words being spoken over everything that i do so i really appreciate that thank you so much for having me you're welcome we'll see y'all later and then we'll spend the day with sienna okay <laughs> bye Hello, Julia S.